And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. Today, I'm here with the great coach, Brian Holman. Brian, thank you very much for joining us. Gene, I appreciate it. You know, careful how you use that word, great. Um, uh, just want to thank you for having me on. And, and uh, one thing I want to tell you, uh, uh, the one thing I, I did well was wrestle. And I have so much admiration for you guys that it's for me you guys are the toughest guys in sports so uh great to be with you and looking forward to hearing what we can put together here today absolutely and it's you know that mindset that's one of those things that permeates all sports and when you're really trying to be the best or even if not trying to be the best just trying to excel at a high level you need to have that mindset and i'm sure you see that all the time i mean honestly in in you know, what, what we talk about all the time here at Utah is that, that that's probably the most critical piece of the game at this point in time. You know, uh, you know, we have we have four pieces of development uh, here for our athletes. Um, it's it's spiritual, it's tactical, it's physical and it's mental. And we, we, we try to spend an equal amount of time on all of those, Gene. But but the, the mental piece, I, I find more and more to be the, the area where we've got to continue to focus and, and, and work on, so, yeah. Absolutely, I mean, we always say that lacrosse or any sport is like 90% mental, but then when you look at the preparation, it's the opposite, it's like 90% physical. So it's, yeah. it's really just bridging that gap. So we're working both hard and smart, right? Everyone's working hard, but who's working efficiently and economically, and as you said, approaching it from a holistic approach. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, you know, and I think it's, I think the one thing that, that I find fascinating about it is, is, is you can, you can craft a, a sort of a general philosophy of how, how, how we want to coach the, the mental piece of it. But, but all these, every athlete right now is a little bit different, you know, um, and I think it's incumbent on our staff and me and this is the area I probably spend more time with than anything else now in, in my coaching career. Um, um, the X's and O's, I've got a great staff, guys that really know the game and, and you know, they can create situations where our guys can be successful on the field. But, but I feel my calling now uh, as a head coach is, is to really spend in time in, in their heads and find out what they're thinking and how they're thinking it. And, teaching them methods to, to break old habits. A lot of this is just habitual. Um, you know, a lot of it, they don't know, and, and, and they haven't been taught, right, to, to, to how to process information uh, and to build a, a foundation of, of choices, which is really a lot of what the mental piece of it is, is you, you can choose to, to uh, overcome a lot of things, or you can choose to let them overcome you, right? And um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a fascinating piece. I'm learning more and more each day. Um, and it's probably, it is where I spend most of my time as a head coach on right now. Gene, I lost you there, bud. You I know what I'm mute. I, I muted myself while you were speaking, so you didn't have to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but I pulled this up because I wanted to get your expertise on this. These are these are some of the common mental mistakes or red flags as we call them in lacrosse. I'm sure you you know have seen a ton more, but are these some of the things you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we could probably spend an hour on each each bullet point there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's you know, just just take the top two. Um, and and these things are are really interesting because they're 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 masked in the sense of you know uh, fear of of sort of retribution. Okay, so take the first one. Doesn't take enough risks on the field. Well, you you you're encouraging your guys to play fearless. You're encouraging them to take to take chances. You're encouraging them to to uh, you know we have common themes in our in our program, you know, no fear, right? So but what does that mean? But what happens is maybe they take a few risks and and they fail. Okay. Now as a coach, you have to make sure that they clearly understand where the boundaries are of where the risks need to be taken. Right. Now if you don't do that and then they take these risks and then they fail, and then you're getting on them about throwing the skip pass at this point in time, then the confusion sets in, right? And they're like, well, I thought I was supposed to take a risk, but now you're getting on me. So that's coming on the coaches. Now, the other piece that is coming on the players, Gene, is they, you know, they'll tell their parents, okay, or, or their teammates, well, I'm not going to take any risk because coach is going to yell at me. All right. And, and coach is going to bench me or coach. So they've already built in this excuse mechanism for, for them not to, to step outside that shell. So, so there's, it's an easy thing to say, go ahead and take risks. It's another thing to manage the players as they're, as they're working through this taking risk process. Right. So that's something you have to be careful about as a coach. Um, yeah. Worried about letting their teammates down for sure. Like, you know, I, I, I don't want to do the wrong thing because you know, I want to uphold my end of the bargain, um, you know, and you could go down, you could go down that list. And, and, but, but if you look at the list and you really analyze where it's coming from, it's coming from a place of insecurity. It's coming from a place of, of, you know, these are probably things that they've been told since they've been eight years old playing sports. Right. So now they're 18 and they've got 10 or 11 years of this built up. You know, you just don't, erase it with some magic formula, it, it, you know, so it's kind of re-engineering their thought process and their mindset towards, towards success versus trying to avoid failure. Right. Um, and that's what a lot of these guys are geared to do. They're just trying to avoid failure so they don't do anything and then they'll blame it on something else. And what we want them to do is, is choose success, right? Choose progress, you know, choose, choose the no fear, and the fear is only going to become from what you build up in yourself and in your mind. So I don't know. It's, it sounds convoluted, but, but it's, you know, it's a constant work with these guys. No, it makes a lot of sense. I would assume it's gotten even tougher since the social media era where now it's all Instagram and Twitter and they're getting constant feedback where a lot of these athletes are little mini celebrities in their pond. Right. So, so it's, it's not wanting to be a letdown even more because there's more eyes on me. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. And, and the other piece that you touched on there, Gene, that I think that, that is very real right now is that everything is instant, right? You know, all they're looking at on Instagram and, and, and whatever other media, I don't have any of it. So uh, I, I have no Twitter. I have no Instagram. None of that doesn't make, make me right or wrong. Just I, my mind doesn't go there. Um, 
it's instant. They're just looking at people doing successful things and things that are outstanding. And well, that's not real. Okay. You know, there's, there's hours and hours and hours and hours of work that have gone into that play being made. And it, it's a mindset of where, all right, I'm going to try this once or twice. And if it ain't working for me, coach, then we got to do something else. And, and, you know, so digging your heels in and really, really weathering the storm and, and, and going through the pitfalls to finally break through some of those barriers is an area that we constantly have to encourage these guys to, to, to kind of lock in on. And, and, you know, just because you do something twice and it doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean it's the wrong thing, right? And, and that you give it up and you move on to the next thing. You think about how many hours you practiced a certain move in wrestling, like endless, right? And, and, and it probably took you years and years and years to master one move, an escape move or a takedown that nobody sees on Instagram or Twitter, all right? So it is a problem. Yeah, and how do you think, well, what are some of the ways you've gone about addressing that over time? And I'd assume a lot of it is just self-awareness. Like the athletes <laughs> that are willing to be honest with themselves and take a deep look on the inside, they're going to have more success. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, we, we, we do a lot of, of areas of reflection. And we do a lot of areas. I, I, I just, I call it, you know, just, just food for the soul. We, 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 we talk about our guys and we have them, you know, ex be able to explain about like what's inside them, you know, what, who are they, you know, what kind of person do you want to be? And, and until you have a sense of self, it's really, really hard to go outside of yourself. Right. So, you know, um, we have a cool exercise that we've done since we've gotten out here. Um, every Wednesday as a team, we meet for an hour. We call it our sanctuary. Um, and it really has nothing to do with lacrosse. It, it, it has to do. Now, this year with COVID, we haven't had it. And, and we've really missed it. And it's hard to do on Zoom because it's such a personal thing. You know, you can see each other, touch each other, see the emotions in people's eyes and faces. and um, and, and, it's, and it's centered around a lot of different things. Um, but most of what I want, I'm searching for in that sanctuary time is, is guys being themselves, uh, opening up to their teammates of, of faults, things that they, they, they question, you know, why does this happen? We've had guys share stories of, of things in their past with, you know, drug and alcohol abuse. And so, so I think a large part of this mental fortitude is, is built through, through really owning who this person is. What's this entity, you know? And is it more than just an entity that can score goals? You know, who, who am I behind? Because if, if the goal scoring isn't there, are you still gonna be an entity, right? Or, or is it all hinged upon success on the field? And if that's taken away or you're not achieving it, what are you gonna fall back on? And uh, so, so the sanctuary time for our team has been, has been incredible for growth as young men uh, and staff. Um, I learn something new every time I'm in there and about myself and about my team. And uh, it's really been beneficial in our growth process. That's excellent. As you said in the beginning about the importance of addressing the full person, spirit, mind, body, and all of the great spiritual masters, the saints, they were very big on self-examination. 
And we apply that to our lives now. It's of course our personal lives, academics, athletics, not looking at it one dimensional. I know it's kind of being a little bit of a broken record here, but it's true being able to go to those deep places and saying, who am I? And what am I trying to accomplish? And more importantly, why? Then, and again, you're, you're, you're spot on. Um, if there is no why there, there will need, there will be no what if, or what can I do or whatever. Um, and I think that's probably the number one piece of, that's probably the area we tackle first. Like I have a saying that I use in our camps and our clinics for all these young kids. And, you know, there's a big difference between I, I wanna and I'm gonna, okay. You know, in the lacrosse world, all the kids in Baltimore or New York or wherever they're playing all want to go play D1, right? I want to play for Hopkins or Syracuse or one day it's going to be Utah and North Carolina. But yeah, but are you gonna do everything in your power and commit your whole life mentally, physically, spiritually, and tactically to make this a reality? A lot of kids, once the first rubber hits the road, that, that, that wanna is right out the window because they have no why. Like, why am I doing this? Well, you know, my parents wanted me to do it or, you know, I was a good high school player or it's something I really thought I wanted, right? And if you don't have that why embedded into your heart and your soul, A, you're not gonna achieve the highest levels. That's for sure. That's, that's a given, right? And B, it's not gonna be any fun, right? You know, because you're, there's nothing driving the train. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's selfish wants and selfish desires early on, all right? Um, but once that's over with, what's next? Yeah, so it's, it's a cool piece of it. And, and a lot of kids get it. Um, some of them don't, right? And, and, but the guys that have achieved at the highest levels, they have to have it because you can't get there without it. Right. We often talk about the word behave and the word behave is two words, be and have. And yeah. it, it has to be the right order. Most people focus on what they want to have, but you must first focus on the person you need to be to have those things. And that, that's all tied in with the why, I think. No doubt, no, no doubt about it, yep. And, if, and, that, and that why, the thing is, even if an athlete says, well, there are these athletes or these movie stars or singers that are able to do it without the why, well, unfortunately, a lot of those people might be depressed or hooked on drugs and they're miserable. Their life's in shambles. So what good is that? You're uh, presumably trying to be successful and also be happy at the same time. And most importantly, as you said, being a good quality person, a virtuous person. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's look, you know, we're here, we're here to teach and educate, um, not here to win lacrosse games. And I know everybody wants to win. I mean, I've won my whole life. I've played in four national championship games. I've coached in a bunch. I've won them as a coach or whatever. But at the end of the day, we're here to educate and, and we're here to help these young men develop that sense of self, all right? That sense of why, um, that armor. I call it just putting on more armor, you know? And most of that armor, Gene, as you know, as a wrestler comes from failing. And, and the problem, a big problem we have in our society today is again there's an allure of of success that seems easy because it's just plastered all over the place there's an allure that success will lead you to happiness which is 
not true because if you can't define what that success is, then then you'll never be happy, right? And then here's another problem, and this may not go over well with some of your viewers, is, you know, I had a friend of mine talk about this the other day and, and coaching saying that, and these kids are just different. The kids have changed. The kids have, and I go, I disagree. I, I, I don't, I think the kids are still the kids. I think the parents have changed a lot. Um, and, and there's that piece where, where there's, there's a fear of parents of letting their kids fall down and get hurt and letting their kids not make the A team and figure out, well, I'm on the B team. Then I really want to be on the A team. Then that why starts to become clearer to the kid that's on the B team. Right. And I don't know if you have kids or not. And, and, you know, one of the greatest struggles you'll ever have in your life is, is to allow your kid to fail and not want to run in there and rescue them. But we're doing such disservice to our kids right now of just trying to make everything right all the time. Cause it ain't, it's not, when you get out there in a the world, it's not right all the time. And, and so, so, you know, part of my job here is, is, is to get kids to understand that failure is part of the process and why is there failure and what can I do about it to, to, to fix it? And what am I willing to do to fix it? And um, so I don't know if that was on the line of what you were talking about, but you know. Now that's, that's, that's right on point. And especially we've all learned that in this past year. If, any, if, if ever we've learned about adversity and adversity is going to happen, losses, failures, problems, challenges, whatever you want to call them, it's, it's, so, it's so important that we adjust the way that we think about that to being more realistic and accepting. This is a part of life, so we better learn how to deal with it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's why I don't buy into the whole, um, you know, again, I'm, you know, I'm tired of hearing about COVID. It is what it is. Like I, I feel horrible for the people that have suffered. I had it myself and I, that piece of it is a totally separate piece, but you know, we have, we have two really strong terms, mantras, if you might want to call them in our program. Um, one is no excuses. And the other one is find a way. And you know, if you hear coaches talk a lot of times, they'll say, man, we found a way to come back or we found a way to fight through the adversity. And, you know, since the day I've come out here at Utah, that, that, that has been a constant message to our kids that, you know, we will accept no excuses, okay? And, and if, once you stop making excuses in your life, you're gonna continue to find a way to move forward with whatever the piece of it is that, you, that you're struggling with. Um, and I give a little exercise to our guys when they first get here to go out into the world, class, community, whatever it is, have a little notebook with you or your phone and really listen to people as, as you're engaging in conversation. And that's another art that we work a lot of time, a long and hard time with is actually listening to people, paying attention to their body language, looking them in the eye, hearing what they have to say and not, not preconceiving your answer right before they're finished, but, but hearing people, and then make a note of how many excuses you hear uh, on, a, on a consistent basis. And, and our guys, when after they do it and we meet, they're like, coach, everybody's making excuses all the time. I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay, that's part of, our, that's part of a problem we have right now, and pointing fingers and making excuses. So but, you know, to your point with COVID, our approach this year with the season was it is not going to define us. We are going to define it. Okay. 
and your life is going to be different. You, your social life has to change. Uh, your mentality to wearing a mask has to change. If it doesn't, it's going to define you. So get on board, right? We're going to beat COVID and then we'll beat the next opponent that we have to play. And, and it's in that priority. And the last piece to that, Gene, sorry for talking so long, but this is great. These all go hand in hand is from the day that we came out here, the platform that we tried to provide for our athletes was it's a daily life is a daily effort. It's, it's, it's not a way you can have goals and you can have dreams and, and you can have visions of what you want your life to look like, but, but every single day you have to get up and master it. And, and so our approach to Utah lacrosse is, is, is day by day. Just be the best version of a Utah lacrosse player you possibly can be today. Now, what does that entail? That entails, are you devoting some time to the spiritual aspect of your life, your self-reflection and, and your, and your, and your, you know, maybe meditation or whatever it is. Are you devoting some time to the, to, to the physical aspect? Are you eating the proper food during the day? Are you getting that rest that you need? The mental aspect of the game, you know, are you working on those areas, the physical aspect, et cetera, right? So, so you know, and if you do devote that time every day, the odds are that you're gonna have a successful day, right? And if you didn't have a successful day, what piece of that puzzle didn't you devote time to or, or it didn't work out well for you? And then analyze that put your head on the pillow, wake up the next day and do it again, right? So when COVID hits, the big mantra of COVID was, wow, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Well, I've been telling that to our guys day one, because tomorrow is out there. And if you, you know, I, I'm a very spiritual person. I, I spent a lot of time, you know, God's number one in my life and my family is, is number two and my players and my program is number three. And, and if you just go to the Bible and, you know, just take some passages out. Tomorrow will be what tomorrow is. and Yesterday is gone. And, and today, it's, it's God calls upon you to be your best version. And I think that really helped us through COVID. Um, I didn't sense a lot of our guys really freaking out over it, you know. And over the summer when we were on Zoom calls as a team, it was brought up constantly by our guys like, Coach, you, you always tell us it's, it's day by day and that's how we live. Right. And, and so I, not that I have the answers, but I think some of the, the processes we put in place as a program has really helped us navigate through the COVID uh, issue. Totally. So. Absolutely. And, and you're right. It's just staying in that present moment. Of course, learn from the past, of course, plan for the future. Yep. But the majority of your focus is in that present moment. Thinking back to the Bible also with, um, the man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not worthy of me. Remember Lot's wife. That's so right. you have to be eyes on the front oriented towards what you can control. That's right. Tomorrow's 100%. worries will be tomorrow's worries. There's enough for the day. There's enough, right? And, and you know, uh, the uh, oh, skipping my line right now, but, but going back to your mental piece, all right, we talk about the precious present, right? That's a huge piece of, of where these guys are, are off base. They, they, you know, we, we work on the breath control, you know, an exercise that we did now in, in a lot of our huddles in practice is calling timeouts and bringing guys in and, and just for the first 30 seconds, just having them close their eyes and just try to feel their feet just on the ground. Like this is where you are right now. 
and again, I didn't invent this stuff. It's stuff that I've learned and, and, but it does work like just kind of centering ourselves, not worrying about what the next play is going to be. You're not worried about that. I just pissed the ball away 10 minutes ago because none of that stuff really matters. We're here now. Like, what are we going to do with it? Um, and some guys, it's really fun to watch. They get it like, like right away. And you can see it working in there. And other kids are, you know, they don't get it. And it's just a process. But yeah, anyhow. No, you're right on. And I think most kids are yearning for that, to be where their feet are, to live in the present moment. I think most of us, as, as we've said multiple times during this, that we're so programmed by society to be thinking about the past or the future or external factors. Yeah. And we need to relearn that, how to be in the present moment. And there's almost no better way of doing that than taking deep breaths and just get yourself back to the present moment because you can't necessarily control the racing thoughts, the jitters, the sweaty palms, but you can control your breath. And yeah. then from there, other things tend to follow. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I uh, just read something the other day. It, it's, you know, it's the first thing you do when you're born. It's the last thing you're going to do when you die, right? And, and so, you know, obviously it has an important factor in our lives because without it, we're not here. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Coach, great stuff. I feel like I could talk to you for hours about this. I love everything you're sharing. Where, where do we send people to get more, more information for Utah lacrosse? <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't have a Twitter or Instagram. So if, if people want to email me, I'm good with that. Um, it, it's bholman at huntsman.utah.edu. Uh, um, but yeah, I love talking about this. It's, it's, it's my life. And uh, I learn something new every day from guys like you and reading up. And, and I think it's really cool now where it's become uh, a part of the actual process of our, our, of our sporting lives. Um, you know, one thing I'm not a big fan of is, you know, I tell our guys all the time, you go on the internet, like Google, whatever, I want to be a better person. And there's this instant 10 ways to be a better person or five ways. These are the five things you need to do. But if, I'm not a big believer in that. Um, I'm a big believer in, in, in just understanding that life's going to throw a lot of curveballs at you. And, you know, I'm 60 years old. I feel like I'm 30 and, and I'm learning something new every day about, about sports and athletes and, and the mind, uh, the power. Um, and I just find it so invigorating. And, and I think if I'm raising a young kid today, that's probably going to, I'm going to spend much more time with my kids in that arena than probably the physical piece. Cause the physical piece will eventually kind of take care of itself. Um, once the damage is done on the mental piece, I, it's really hard to unwind a lot of that. And, uh, and I think it's prohibiting a lot of our kids just to really go out and have fun and play sports uh, and not worry about what team they're on or how much they're winning by. So uh, I appreciate your time, Gene. I really do. And, Love being on here with you. Thank you so much. So great information. A lot of gold nuggets of information. We're going to put the links for Utah lacrosse on the show notes. And uh, thank you again. God bless you. God bless your family. Same to you, buddy. Thank you so much. God bless. Take care. Take care, coach. Bye. Bye. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook.
Also, make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one is always the best. Thanks for staying with, with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.